Welcome to the Daily Business and Finance Show. Crohn's disease drug makers set to benefit as cases expected to rise, crude oil slips, diesel surges, auto stocks face potential roadblocks, REITs gain amid optimism for strong economy, Argentine banks lead financial stocks gains, weekly roundup, TD Bank sees rise in provision for credit losses in fiscal Q3, Vertif tops industrial gainers, Amoresco labeled loser of the week. Stay tuned after the short ad break to learn more about these headlines. Pharmaceutical companies specializing in drugs for Crohn's disease are poised to benefit from an anticipated surge in cases of this inflammatory bowel condition. It is projected that the number of individuals affected by Crohn's will increase from 1.63 million in 2022 to 1.69 million by 2032, with adults aged 18 to 59 accounting for over 68% of diagnosed cases. The current global market value for treating Crohn's stands at $11.2 billion, and it is expected to reach approximately $17.8 billion by 2033, driven by a compound annual growth rate of 4.3%. Key medications utilized for managing Crohn's include Abvice Humira and Johnson & Johnson Stellara, alongside recently introduced generic versions of Humira. Additionally, other biologic treatments commonly employed include Skerizi, Remicade, Simzia, Antivio, Tisabri, and Rinvac. Ongoing research and development efforts have led to several medications currently in various stages of clinical trials for the treatment of Crohn's disease. These include Trimphia and Zaposia in Phase 3 trials as well as Litfilo and Etrasimod in Phase 2 trials. U.S. crude futures increased by 1% on Friday, although they experienced a 1% decline for the week due to weak economic data and a stronger dollar. However, concerns arose regarding a potential decrease in global fuel inventories following a fire at Marathon Petroleum's Garyville plant in Louisiana. Additionally, the number of active drilling rigs sharply declined this week. In contrast, diesel fuel futures saw a significant surge of 4.8%, reaching their highest settlement since January. Similarly, gasoline prices also witnessed an abrupt increase. Notably, last year marked the first time ever that top U.S. energy companies paid out more to shareholders than they invested in new oil and gas fields, as reported by Ernst & Young's study. The automobile sector is currently experiencing a combination of positive and negative factors as it approaches the final months of the year. Although there have been improvements in supply chain issues, there are concerns regarding higher interest rates, inflation pressure, and a focus on profitability with electric vehicle companies, which have affected overall sentiment. Bank of America has predicted a 16% increase in U.S. light vehicle sales for August compared to last year. However, there are challenges ahead due to potential impacts from macro uncertainty, inflation, weak consumer confidence, and the risk of a United Auto Workers strike. One notable issue is that the availability of auto products does not align with customer demand, resulting in increased discounting from manufacturers. Additionally, the approval for potential strikes by workers at Ford Motor Company, General Motors Company, and Stellantis adds further uncertainty to the market. It is worth mentioning that supplier stocks tend to benefit after contract agreements are reached in previous instances. Overall, these factors contribute to an intricate landscape within the automobile sector as it navigates through this period. REITs, which stands for Real Estate Investment Trusts, experienced gains last week alongside other major indices. 
The FTSE Nariat All Equity REITs saw a rise of 0.68%, while the Dow Jones Equity All REIT Total Return Index increased by 0.69%. The S&P 500 also witnessed a weekly increase of 0.82%. Furthermore, the broader real estate index went up by 0.72%. Notably, the FTSE Nariat Mortgage REITs Index had a significant gain of 2.26%. Despite long-term mortgage rates reaching their highest level since 2001, REITs benefited from positive economic indicators and statements from Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell and European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde regarding maintaining restrictive rates as necessary. Additionally, jobless claims decreased for the second consecutive week with initial claims falling to 230k compared to an expected 241k and the previous week's figure of 240k. Regarding Q2 results, over half of equity REITs reported surpassing expectations for funds from operations. Data center REITs performed exceptionally well during the week with a value growth of 3.15%, followed by specialty subsectors at an increase of 2.91%. However, hotel and retail subsectors experienced declines of minus 3.27% and minus 1.62% respectively compared to the previous week's performance. In financial news, Argentine lenders experienced significant gains this week. Banco BBVA Argentina led the pack with a notable 12% jump. Conversely, Chinese personal financial platform Lufax Holdings topped the list of decliners with a 10% drop. Overall, financial stocks closed slightly higher for the week. This concludes your market update for August 25th. TD Bank's third quarter adjusted earnings did not meet expectations, leading to the announcement of a stock buyback plan involving 90 million shares. Additionally, the bank is currently being investigated by the Department of Justice for its anti-money laundering practices. Despite this, Seeking Alpha has given TD Bank a positive rating. For more information on TD Bank's earnings, additional data is available. In market news, the industrial select sector closed the week ending August 25th with a gain of 0.28%, reversing its previous losses. The SPDR S&P 500 Trust ETF also ended its three-week losing streak, gaining 0.79% for the week. Among the top gainers in the industrial sector were Vertiv, Hubble, ATS, Regal Rexnord, and DICOM Industries. On the other hand, Amoresco, GOL Linhas Arius Intelligentes, Plug Power, GFL Environmental, and LegalZone.com were among the top decliners this week in industrial stocks with a market cap over $2 billion. That's all for this week's market update. Thanks for tuning in to the Daily Business and Finance Show. Wishing you success and prosperity until we meet again. Stay informed, stay inspired. I'm Montgomery Jones. And I'm Amalia Dupre. Goodbye for now, until we meet again tomorrow. This content is sourced from the Seeking Alpha website, so support our podcast by becoming a Seeking Alpha Premium subscriber. See the show notes page for links to sign up. This episode is produced by Classic Studios. Check out our other podcasts in our network at ClassicStudios.com.